Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and I am joined today by our usual crowd. The usual suspects. The usual suspects. We got Sam, (laughs) Jess, and Sean. How are you guys doing today? How are you? Good. Oh, I'm doing good. I'm really looking forward to talking about this uh, topic because this is something that I want to hear all about your recent experience and we can tell all of our listeners about it. So today we are going to be talking about club level at Walt Disney World and whether or not we think it is worth it. So to get us started, what we're going to be doing is honing in on a recent club level experience since uh, the more recent the experience, the better, especially since some things have changed since COVID. So it's good to talk about it. So, most recently, where did you guys stay, Sam and Jess? We stayed at Wilderness Lodge, club level, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Well, you guys had a fantastic view in that room, we too. We did, and it we was did. standard view, but club level. So, we had a view of the fireworks, which was a big treat. We were not expecting that. Yeah, you guys had standard view club level, and somehow that ends up being fireworks. Yeah, well, there know. was a parking lot. There was a parking underneath, lot underneath, but because we were high enough up, I never heard anything. Mm-mm. We were on the top floor, so it was fabulous. So the idea, maybe they had they did that instead of they couldn't technically call that a woods view, right, or Correct. courtyard view, because anytime you can see the parking lot. Huh. Gotcha. So they they do different club level room styles as well. Mm-hmm. Standard nature yeah, so let's view talk about courtyard. The rooms. Nature view of yeah. or fireworks? Is that it? For a wilderness lodge? For non club level, yeah. No, what are the categories for club I think level it's at just wilderness standard lodge? Standard and nature, right? And yeah. nature yeah. view. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so it's a bonus if you happen to just randomly score a room that you know you can see the fireworks. Yes. Okay. Right. Very cool. And were you guys there for a special occasion? You're there for no. Jess's birthday. <laughs> Jess says no. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jess. Thanks. We won't ask you how old you are. Younger than you. Oh. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Oh. We're not going to talk about ages tonight, right, Sam? No. Oh. Tricky hip. <laughs> I got my trick hip, my old lady hip, Okay. There it is. All right. Dude, so we're all within like three years of each other. <laughs> we are. We're not that spread out. All right. So here we go. Um, I, what I want to know is when you guys said club level, were all the club level rooms on the top floor like they are at the contemporary? Yes. Okay. So at Wilderness Lodge, they all are on the same floor. Yep. Animal Kingdom's the same way, right? That they're all on the same floor at Animal Kingdom? Technically. Because the lounge is up top. They're supposed to be. But I last time I was there, I was on the fifth floor. So the sixth floor is club level. But I okay. had club level and I was on the fifth floor because they ran out of rooms. Hmm. Okay. okay. Did you book ahead of time club level or did you upgrade yes. at check-in? Nope. Okay. We booked ahead of time. Okay. Awesome. All right. So let's go ahead and talk about pre-arrival benefits of being club level. So like in the past, you used to be able to make those, you used to get the extra fast passes at the 90 day mark instead of the 60 day mark. You don't get that Mm. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a thing. That was such a cool thing. I know it's not a thing anymore. Do they offer any other pre-travel plans? Yes, they offer you a phone call the day before you get there. Yes, they do. (laughs) They called us the day before. 
It used to be like pre-COVID, they would call you like, I don't know, I think it was two or three months before. And right. now it literally, Sam and I were already in Disney, but it was great because we wanted to link, make sure our rooms were connected. Right. You know, we want to talk about early check-in. So they do, they will talk to you about anything special with your room or your arrival or anything like that, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. One thing that I know that they do offer is you can call ahead to talk to the concierge and see if they can help you plan with dining, right? Yes. But they'll help you with dining. But here's the issue with that. Dining starts at 6 a.m. is when dining windows open for your trip. Online, right. Online. But if you're waiting to talk to somebody there, they don't start doing it until they get to the office that day. Right. And they don't open until 7. Right. And they're subject to the exact same Mm -hmm. restrictions. Mm Mm-hmm. As a regular guest right. is. Like, it's not like they have special inventory. They should be doing so that we, at the 61-day mark if you're doing club level, honestly. I agree. That's a great idea. Like, one day before, you're paying the money for it. You should have priority on dining. That's my that's my two cents on so it. So, we did, we did ask them to help us with dining while we were there. We made okay. some changes. We were trying to get a reservation, and they couldn't get it for us yeah. either. So Okay. It's good and to know. And here's just a little tidbit. Like Krista, our friend that was with us on this trip, she really um, wanted to go horseback riding. So she went to the concierge and club level, and they were like, oh, you know, we can't, we can't make this happen for you. Here's the phone number. You can call them directly to see if they have anything open, which I don't know. I thought that was kind of lacking because they could have called for her. Mm-hmm. And so, While mm-hmm. she was sitting yeah, there. And so instead, she went back to the room, called, and got right in. Hmm. So I don't know. That's interesting. That was a little, yeah. a little downer. But I mean, I don't know. They might have been short-staffed. Who knows? It's definitely not the same as before. Like it, they've definitely Pre, had pre-COVID. They've scaled back right. a little bit on the services, yeah. which is which is fine. I'm not complaining. I understand. They definitely have fewer staff people. It was harder for them to keep things clean, and you could tell oh. that they were slightly frazzled at times. Okay, because but the club level was full. Like there were, yes. I mean, I think every room in club was booked that week that we were there. Yeah, gotcha. Hmm. Not that it was ever overcrowded, like it was never, you never had to wait when you were going into the club to get anything, but it was was definitely people moving in and out of there at all times. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We we could always get a table and we had, what, six, seven of us, but one of my stays when I was at club level at Animal Kingdom Lodge, there were times where we'd go into club level and have to wait for a table. So this... The Wilderness Lodge had more space and fewer people in the club level. Nice. And some of that will go into the size of the actual club level. Some are smaller. And, and, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't think they're selling as many yeah. club level rooms as they were pre-COVID either. I agree. Which okay. makes it a little more exclusive. I mean, yeah, it right. was busy, right. but it still wasn't like that before COVID busy. Where nope. you're on top yeah, of people. Yeah. Got it. So, like, typically the offerings from what I've been able to gather, and tell me if this is wrong or right, but they typically in the mornings will have continental breakfast, but they'll put the coffee out first. Midday, they're going to have light snacks, not a lunch, but light snacks, and then, like, drinks and hors d'oeuvres in the evening. Well, I'll tell you what. (laughs) So, like, for a breakfast, they would have, you know, they had, like, the pastries, the bagels, the salmon. You could have fruit. They would always have the little muesli. Oh, that's our favorite. It was our favorite. It's the little muesli cups with the yogurt like overnight and stuff. Oats. Yes. Kind so of. good. And then they would always have like three hot items. So they had oatmeal, then they would have like bacon or sausage, eggs, and then they had an amazing latte 
coffee machine where you can make your own lattes, make your own caramel macchiatos. And then they had like the regular coffee. They had hot teas. And then they had a juice bar where you could get like the geyser grog. You could get orange juice. They would do mimosas for you. I mean, there was literally everything you could want for breakfast there. And then the snacks were a little lacking. I remember Carrie was was like, what? It was just (laughs) chips and dip. Yeah, lots of chips and lots of dip and veggies. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but well, is that your your five to seven or is that your twelve to four like time no, that, frame? No, that was your twelve to, 12 four. to four. It's okay. But I'm gonna yeah. tell you right now, your hot hors d'oeuvres. We we didn't even go to dinner, dinner that night. We ate dinner in the club because there was so much food. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good to know. But like pre COVID, they would have more of a real lunch with like sandwiches and salad, like, yeah. like little finger sandwiches, stuff like that. Right, and okay. like very light. But this was literally different dips and chips, bags of chips. Because some people can find the value in if we do club level, we maybe don't need to do a dining plan when those were in place. Um, Absolutely. Just because yep. it depends on how much time you're going to st- spend at the resort, because that's where a lot of this comes into play. If you're going to be in the parks all day, you know, you don't really take as much advantage of that meal aspect of the club level. You know, you're not getting lunches. You're not going back to the resort to eat lunch you know, for finger foods. I will say this, though. In the mornings, like when I travel with the girls, you know, your coffee is like five or six bucks. Then you get right. like a croissant or something, which is another five or six dollars. So you're spending like a good fifteen dollars a day just on a croissant and a coffee. So yeah, having that club coffee, lounge, right. if you have a family of four, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's gonna Breakfast add up. Breakfast alone, yeah. And then you know the kids. Oh, I want a water. I want a coke. I want a chocolate milk. It is all in the club all day long till ten p.m. So you can just mm-hmm. be like, oh, go down there and grab you one. You know, it's it's great. I think it's a huge benefit. And I would say it's important to like, if it's just two of you, I don't know that you're going to, could eat your way, can eat your value, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. to the to, to paying the upgrade, you know, by eating enough of that food to, to make up for it. But I feel like Sam said, you have a family of four and you take advantage of the, of the breakfast and maybe like, you know, something in the evening or something like you could definitely start getting your, your value plus the added services, upgraded locations. Yeah, for and- sure. Well, and especially like if you do have the family of four and like say you do a resort day where you're just swimming, I mean, you can literally eat breakfast and dinner at the club and just buy like a sandwich at, you know, Roaring Fork if you're at Wilderness Lodge. It's it's that good. <laughs> like the dinner is it's filling and there's so many options. You almost need a built in resort day, though. If oh, you're doing I club. would definitely do a resort day if I'm doing club level. Agreed. I was about to say the same thing, Sean. I would like that was like on the tip of my tongue. I absolutely think Great so. Great minds, John. <laughs> For real, man. Let's go ahead and run through the different resorts that have club level. So we have um, the Kilimanjaro Club at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Has anybody done that Jess one? Jess has. Yep. Okay, I thought you had done that one, Jess. You also have the Grand Floridian uh, Resort and Spa. There's two of them there, actually. There's the Royal Palm, which is when you're... While looking at the different room categories, that's going to be the main main building club level. Anything in the main building's club level, though. And then you have Disney's Boardwalk Inn, the Innkeepers Club. Sam, you've done that. Not Sam. Uh, Jess, you've done that that's one. That's the best one I've ever done. I love that really? one. Really? Yeah. That, for light appetizers at night, they were literally grilling steak and putting it on salad. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. That sounds good. They were making like omelets in the morning. It was that like- That sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they're not doing that now, but- Yeah, that's fair. All right. And then you've got uh, the Atrium Club over at the Contemporary Resort. You've got Old Faithful Club where you guys just went at Wilderness Lodge. Mm-hmm. 
You've got the Regatta Club over at the Yacht Club, the Stone Harbor Club over at Beach Club, and then at Polly, you have the King Kamehameha? Kamehameha, yeah. Thank you, Club. And all of those have been reopened as of this month. They just opened up Polly, right? Yes. Very recently. Like this past week, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Polly just started and that, getting and it they back. refurbished the entire club too. It looks nothing like it did. Yeah, really? it looks beautiful. Oh, I want to see it. And they it. did like those the Moana colors. And there's that's mm. the two the two the two story yes. one at the Hawaii building. And it's great too because in the club you have a whole wall of just windows. So at night, like I remember when we stayed there, we went inside of the the club sit there, get your drinks, just sit there, have snacks, and you can watch the fireworks and they pipe the music in. And you can see straight well, across. That's so nice. That's a ridiculous club it's, level. It's the best. <laughs> there is a new one that came out two years ago that just opened. And it's unique because it's not at a deluxe resort. So the one thing is, is that all of the non-DVC deluxe resorts have club level, correct? Yeah. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. And they all have a, cl- a club level, but there is one moderate resort that has a club level. I think we briefly touched on it. Where is that, guys? Grandestino Tower. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, Jess, you say it as Sam is saying it. <laughs> she said that. Come on, Jess. <laughs> I said it. I said Grandestino. You guys oh, just we didn't hear, hear me. You. Yeah, I said Grandestino. Oh, that's too funny. All right. <laughs> Sean will tell you guys when he hears the recordings. Well, I totally yeah, answered. Sure. Roll tape. I know. Roll tape on that. So, Grandestino, it's really interesting because it's a moderate resort. And what do you guys think the difference are? I, do you guys, have you guys haven't done Grandestino yet, have you? I have not. At club mm-hmm. level? No. Like, I really wonder what the biggest differences are. I wonder if they're doing the exact same thing. Well, it's not open right now, right? They haven't reopened no, this I one yet? No, I think it opened in December. Yeah, it's open. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. I have clients oh, awesome. staying yeah. there next month, so I'll let you know what they think. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, I would Sweet. love to know what that's like. Warren and I toured um, it when they first opened, and it it's a beautiful club. It's one of the nicer looking clubs, I think, and it has a wall of windows. And there are a good number of club rooms, too, yeah. in that yeah. building, so... Did they have good cheeses at any of the clubs? Boardwalk did. Oh, Boardwalk had like a good I cheese display, remember. you know, like good Manchego and Gouda yeah. or Brie, whatever they're putting out. Yeah. yeah. Wilderness Lodge Yacht did Club not. Did. But this was, so this was the first one I've done post COVID. So, and I had never done it pre COVID. So I can't measure the two. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think I liked the Animal Kingdom and Yacht Club, I mean, um, Boardwalk better, but I also went there pre-COVID. So I think all of the offerings are a little less than before because Mm -hmm. they really used to go all out and now they have to keep a little better control over it. It that is doesn't buffet. at all seem like a, th- a recurring theme going on right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it they did do a good job though, but I it was hard to know what if how different it was from pre and post COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, like you, so you were disappointed that it was not as great as it was before. No, I was definitely not disappointed at all. I think we're lucky to have it right now. So I gotcha. I have zero complaints. Yeah. So, well, one thing we didn't touch on, I was just thinking about this, is we didn't talk about the check-in experience when we're doing club level. What's it like when you arrive? Well, 
I had done online check-in, and the only reason why I went down to the front was because we were already there, but just not in club level. So I oh. had to, we had to leave one room and go to the next room. So I wanted to get early access to the club, like before our rooms were ready. Right. So you had to get rekeyed. Right, but you do have to. You still have to stop at the front desk because someone will bring you up and pass you through to club level. Mm, okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Is it worth it, the money that you're going to spend to upgrade? I'm staying club level in December at the Contemporary. I'll, I'll let you know. That's going to be my Yay. first club mm-hmm. level experience. I want to hear all about I that. I feel like it is if you're going to utilize it. I mean, if you're going to go every day for breakfast, if you're going to go in the evenings and get drinks, grab drinks before you go to the parks. If you're coming back midday, yeah. grab a snack. I mean, if you really utilize it, I think it's 100% worth well, it. Did you guys utilize it on this last trip? Oh, heck yes. Oh, absolutely. I, of course. I mean, they knew did. us by name in there once we left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I oh, mean, we goodness. had we had a breakfast that would have cost us 15 to $20 mm-hmm. every morning. Mm-hmm. Times that by four or five. How many do you have? Four adults in your room? Yeah, uh, we have two three. rooms. So three oh, adults in yeah. your there room. There were seven of us so, total. Though. Yeah. All right, but like... So that's what I'm saying. Like, so you guys had in your, so how many people in each room? Three in each three room? Three and three. So that's $45 per morning just on breakfast. Like, and then you're right. figuring out the other foods and that then, you're going to have throughout the and day. Then, right. And we had bottomless mimosas. But we definitely, drinks. we didn't, we didn't drink and we ha- would have like one mimosa with breakfast. So it's not like it was. You weren't getting tanked early on. Yeah. We weren't, no, we weren't paying like per drink you know so no, alcohol yeah, wise i think it was more that one night where we actually were able to eat in club level instead of going out to dinner like okay that night was crazy they had that tomato soup and the pasta dish and got brisket so they literally had like real it was right. like a real dinner so that night alone we saved what 50 60 dollars by not going out to dinner and eating there mm-hmm. per person right per yeah. person for that one night right so that's the thing. I think that if you're doing this and you are doing it to save money, I don't know that that's going to no. really be happening. I will say, though, that we they had a club level room originally and and my room did not have one. So okay. I waited and waited for club level to open up. It finally opened up. Someone dropped, you know, like the week before we ended up paying $125 per person total to upgrade. So all I had to do was spend $125 basically to break even well, to what those we are had the benefits before. of not traveling with family I've said it before we'll <laughs> yeah. say it again yeah. absolutely <laughs> so that it was so were there's three of us in the room so it was 375 total so even if I was with my family and the difference is 375 that's a stellar deal mm-hmm. I'm still going for it it's still worth it the breakfast alone you pay, will pay for it well plus I mean you think about a water that you're going to get in a park is three dollars four dollars five dollars for a bottle of water you can just grab like four or five out of the fridge before you hit the well, box. And your right. room category, you went standard. Had you gone standard normal at Wilderness Lodge, you're never going to see fireworks. So I will say too that my rate was an annual pass holder rate. And I was going from a fireworks view, non-club level to standard club level. Okay. So, so it was the- you had one of the nicest options at Wilderness Lodge going into club level. Right. And I will also say, though, that I lost. There were no AP rates for that room level. So I had to pay oh, rack okay. rate. Well, so the price evens out even more. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Gotcha. Hmm. So that makes sense. All right. Well, that's like the math. I do think it's going to be. <laughs> I, I don't think you're going to game the system and be making money on the deal. Club but level I do is going to be it's, an enhanced experience overall. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Take and advantage the, of it with if all you're the doing extras. it. If, if you're paying yeah. for it, make sure you take it's advantage a, of it. A wonderful added luxury that if you work it right, it's really not going to cost you yeah. that much more money. And it's no, super I, convenient. We saw a lot of families there, too, feeding their kids breakfast in the morning. Like, everybody would eat breakfast there. And you think about not having to do a sit-down breakfast or grab your breakfast in the park and waste time, you know, when you're already in there. It really does come pretty close. Well, where you want to go if you're doing club level is a resort that houses five guests, not four at Wilderness Lodge. Because then you get a little extra bang for your buck, you know? (laughs) Yeah. You're too much, dude. It's true. You're right about that. Sean All right. always thinking the angle. Sean is like, hey, squeeze Find five people in this room. You do air mattresses? You could. Can we, can we, put, a, you can we put a crib in the bathroom? Right. You would just need a baby. They I was listening to that. Under, to, under three. I was listening to our Pop Century podcast last week. I was like, oh my gosh. I can't. The room's there. Why do you, putting the crib why do you in the guys bathroom. do that so to small. yourselves? <laughs> Don't. We're trying to get better, Jess. <laughs> anyway, let's bring to it back to topic. Self-improvement. <laughs> all right. So we all think they're, that they're worth doing. I think they're a great splurge. I just think that, that you have to go into it with not expecting, not having unrealistic expectations. That it's going to be like a like super saver option. It like is don't, an enhancement. Don't say, it's not. Okay, it's a luxury. Club level's $2,000 more. I have to eat $2,000 worth of food. <laughs> right. With the cheese. <laughs> but like yeah. you also, you also don't want to look at it as what you may have experienced pre-COVID because we're still a little bit limited, I think, from before. And it's also not going to be like a concierge or butler level in the Caribbean. Like they're not they're they're not there to serve you. It's more about having a place to snack during the day than it is for them to actually, you know, help you. Like they call themselves a concierge, but they're not going to get you Genie Plus for free or hook you you up with any of these crazy things. Do you think they'll ever come... And bring, like, because they used to do the extra fast passes. Obviously, you had to pay for those, but you could get three extra fast passes per person per day. Do you think that they could ever bring in an individual lightning lane where those are only two people per day, incorporating in a third or maybe even fourth individual lightning lane for club they level? They could, but there's really no incentive for them to do it right now. I mean, I don't know that they're necessarily having trouble selling club level. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll you know. see as as the I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Disney travel and and apparently the numbers are weaker than expected from the fiftieth anniversary. It didn't pull in as many people as they were expecting. Was that, that one was, day event? The fiftieth? <laughs> no, like th- this past like four months. Oh, oh so that. they're already looking to pivot to try to. That's why you're going to see. Um, they're going to start giving firm dates on Guardian. Uh, Guardian's going to get a firm date. They're going to announce when Tron's actually going to open. Like, they're trying to get that stuff, get excitement about those things because they didn't get as big of a bounce from the 50th as they expected. Part of that is their problem, though, because when we were there in January, not even three months after, or, or just about three months after, there was really no, like, they weren't leaning into the signage anymore. They weren't really, like, the, right. like, merch wasn't there. It, like, they... Dropped I'm not the 50th. I mean, the 50th being over 18 months, get out of here. Like, that's a great <laughs> thing to say out well, loud. You can't sustain. They were basing that off of past years, past like the, the Disney, like the Disneyland 50th anniversary, like how well that went. 
That's why. Yeah. I mean, they're, and they're having tough. We're in a post COVID situation or like a, I don't want to say post, but post, you know, lockdowns and post closure world where there's still a pandemic and yeah. it's hopefully getting better as the time we're recording this. Numbers are trending in the right direction again. But like, I think there's still some headwind for them to try to come up against. And I think they just, I don't know that the 50th is performing poorly. I just don't think it's hitting the marks they expected. Mm-hmm. To pull in new new guests. I think less people, like, cared to come down for the mm-hmm. 50th as they would, like, oh, a new Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Let me book my trip. Well, I right. think a lot of people are holding off on that, too. I know my husband yeah. is. He's like, I'm not going back to Disney until they open up more rides. Uh, oh, well, the news, it'll be the summer <laughs> when they open up uh, Ga- Guardians. It's gonna he be may sweet. be waiting a couple years for, for uh, Tron, Tron, though. Yeah. Sam doesn't go to Disney during the summer. I don't. I'm not going during the summer. Don't even ask me. Too hot. <laughs> too funny i think i'm a yeah it's tough so hard it's It's so hot all right guys yes or no do you guys think club level at disney is worth it yes or no yes i haven't experienced it yet so i'm gonna i'm gonna go no no comment i'll Uh, i'm still gonna say yes i've not done club level at at disney world so i'll go ahead and say yes and maybe that's just because i'm lived vicariously through these stories (laughs) but you know i just think that it's worth it in the right situation, but it's a splurge. Yes. That's the way I look at that. It's definitely a this splurge. This is a splurge that I do every so often. Mm-hmm. This is not this like is not every, every trip. trip. Right. I look at it as a special splurge. Like you have the, we have clients say like, we want to do something extra special on this trip. Like what are those little add-ons that we can do? Okay. Club level is a great little splurge, a great little add-on to make your trip a little bit more and special. And I will tell you this. Like. I would if okay, so if you have clients that are looking for, you know, that extra add on, I would say put your money towards club level instead of dessert parties. That's a hundred percent. I would definitely do that. Yeah. That's my opinion and you got I mean, I don't dislike dessert parties. I just don't think that like if you if you're if you're questioning whether club level is a good bang for your buck, you probably would never find a dessert party to be a good bang for your buck. No, it's not. No. Agreed. Because you have a little tiny dessert party waiting for you when you get back every <laughs> night at club level. That's right. Exactly. There were and like five different desserts every night. It's I great. mean well, we didn't even yeah, talk just, about the like the open bar mentality. Like there's alcohol we talked about that. I mean some m- mimosas in, a little bit night, in the morning. Right. But like you no, have at night cocktails, they have wine, they have beer, beer, they have cocktails. But yeah. not midday, correct? Midday, no. they do not. And, was, night. and it's more like, you know, things to add to... But at the dessert one, it's to add to your coffee, right? The cordials? At nighttime, there are things to add to coffee. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It's yeah. not... It's like they're not Disaronio, making you margaritas. Jameson. Yeah. They had Jameson. They had Bailey's. They had Kahlua. They had that Frangelico. Right. Yeah. Frangelico. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> on that note, we do think it's worth it for the right person on the right trip. So we would love to talk to you about that if you have any questions. Additionally, if you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would uh, like and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts or over on Spotify, make sure to give us a five-star rating if you enjoyed the show so you can help other people uh, find us through that algorithm. And lastly, if you'd like to join the conversation, you could do so by heading over to Facebook and doing a search for Escape a Travel Podcast and join our Facebook community. It's been fun talking and we'll see you real soon. Bye-bye.